Soul powered. You return. To settle affairs with father. And with me. Sato, I no fight you. Then you die as you have lived. A coward. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two cowardly minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And, uh, no, you're a coward. No, uh, yeah. today, <laughs> today we're talking about minutes 28 to 30 of the Karate Kid Part 2. It begins with tossed luggage and ends with tossed book. Uh, we left off on Wednesday <laughs> with things going from odd to suspicious, and now... It might be getting a little dangerous. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and you mentioned on Monday, I believe, that we do see an airplane hangar in the background. It has a big Sato on it. I'm assuming that's a... It looks real. Uh, you think that's real? I'm wondering uh, if that's a mat, like a real good mat. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. There's people moving around way back there. Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe the, the mat is at the top. Well, you're the expert. What do you think? I don't know. It would be it would be difficult to uh, paint that high up, or, or I mean, it'd just be a waste of resources. You would think to paint that way high up there and just hope that people see it in the background. I don't know, <laughs> like the giant letters on the big hanger. I don't know. Yeah, but I, yeah, I do love the attention to detail, though. It's just like, oh, this is like I'm assuming Miyagi even saw it as they drove in, like a big Sato, <laughs> big letters Sato. Like, oh, I know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Daniel is still confused, though, <laughs> as they're being tossed out of the car and Chosen's tone has gone from, like, fake respectful to, like, very rough. Um, mm. And uh, he even says, no talking. I wonder I wonder if uh, Miyagi's got it all figured out by now. I'm assuming. I mean, he's I just like, come on, Daniel, keep up. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, yeah, this is, they, they toss their luggage on the ground and uh, and this is where Chosen starts yelling, Uncle, Uncle. Yeah. Or Uncle, Uncle. Uncle, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little stereotypical, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. not as bad as the next character. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Daniel says uh, they haven't even fought yet, uh, but I guess he's the winner. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm reading one of my jokes out loud, like as if it was a part of my notes. <laughs> Let me redo that. Chosen yells, uncle. <laughs> Daniel's like, oh, we haven't even fought yet. I guess he's the winner already. Mm. He's the winner. All right. <laughs> never mind. This is a whole play on uncle. Delete. Really? Because I had this whole thing where Miyagi and Toshiro hoist Daniel on their shoulders. Chosen tells him he's all right. <laughs> no, none of that. All right. Uh, do you think Sato was waiting to be called? <laughs> or, like, maybe he nodded off? And wasn't <laughs> what is he doing in that office? Yeah, is he watching know. TV? I guess crime. He's doing crime. He's doing crime? Is he counting his money? Yeah. Also, he walks out of the shadows wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just figure he just wants to look stone cold when he, when he walks out. I think out. so. Don't let him see your eyes if you want to show that you're ice, you know? <laughs> uh, so, yay, Sato's here. We have ch we have chosen an introduction on Wednesday, and now we have Sato. Um, 
All right, so I've got a bunch of stuff here that I did research on. Are you ready for a story? Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't know how to pronounce his name when I first referred to him a week or so ago, but I wrote down the pronunciation so I didn't get it wrong. So his name is Danny. I know you. I was saying like Donna. Donna. How do you say it? No. Um, no, I know how to say Danny. The last name Kamakona. Kamakona. Uh, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, he was born in Hawaii. He is one half Hawaiian, one quarter Chinese, and one quarter Japanese, uh, he, he said before uh, in interviews. Uh, and um, the part of Sato was actually originally named uh, uh, Seikichi Taguchi, but I assume they kind of changed it to Sato. Uh, well, easier to say well no it's not even that i i think it's uh to honor uh danny's heritage here's here's a quote from him uh he says my my paternal grandfather was uh, tokojiro sato and he was one of the ganon mono the first group of japanese immigrants to arrive in hawaii in 1868 like the others he made a life for himself in the islands marrying a hawaiian woman named kamakona then when World War II broke out and my dad was working for the U.S. Corps of Engineer, Engineers, uh, the boss talked about the rumors of internment camps taking him away. So he took his mother's maiden name of Kamakona and Whoa. right there the name of Sato died. Huh. Uh, my, my father's brothers changed their names too. N you know, nobody didn't want – nobody didn't want to go to the camps. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, they the his original family name is Sato. So I'm assuming that they're like, you know, there there's an idea of calling him Seikichi, which I'll get into in a little bit. But uh, I'm assuming I didn't find any actual anything to back it up. But I'm assuming they changed it to kind of show his family some honor to bring the name back out that they had to bury back. Well back before the internment camps. So, mm. yeah. Uh, so, Dan, is that all it took to avoid the internment camps is just change your, your last name, I guess. I guess so. He didn't, he didn't go. He doesn't have any, uh, it, it, there's nothing in his bio that says he was in internment camps. It like it was to avoid it. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. Uh, Danny was in television. He guested on Sanford and son, uh, Magna PI, where he also played a character named Sato. Uh, yeah. Miami Vice. Uh, it's a quote from John Abelson. Uh, Danny was an old pal of Pat Morita's. They used to get into mischief together and were old friends. Uh, Pat brought Danny to my attention. He auditioned great, and he was just the opposite of the character he played. Mm -hmm. And Danny says, Pat and I first met during the filming of Midway. There were four of us local guys, pineapples. They were flown over. I like how he refers to them as pineapples. They were flown over to work on the motion picture, but Pat made us feel right at home. He took, he really took care of us. Later, we worked together on Farewell to Manzanar, and we've kept up the friendship. So that kind of makes me think, like, maybe, you know, Pat Morita had some say in getting Danny Cass, and also maybe he was like, let's actually, you know, pay tribute to his family, his family's roots by... I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't have any like hard evidence of this, but I'm just guessing. Uh, so Karate Kid 2 was Danny's first film role. 
and he went on to be in Problem Child. He was in Honeymoon in Vegas, uh, it, and that's a movie that also has Pat Morita in it, but they were in separate scenes. But he was also in uh, Robot Wars with Yuji Okamoto and uh, Mocha Okamoto. I can't Okamoto. say Okamoto. <laughs> a moron. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, there are scenes with those two together. Um, he plays, I think, like a scientist or a general or something, and uh, Yuji plays like his his sidekick. <laughs> so, is he like a stern character, like here? Typecast a little bit from the very tiny scene that I saw, he wasn't, and he was speaking with his regular voice. Uh, Danny is no longer with us, he passed away at the age of 60 in 1996. Uh, there's been actually no official determination as to the cause of his death. His family said he was in good health, but after a recent heart valve replacement, his doctor told him to cool his jets, he refused. He kept flying back and forth between LA and uh, his home in Hawaii. Uh, for work and his wife while away visiting relatives in Japan uh, came back and I guess he'd been dead several days in the bathroom when his his body was found. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And in his obituary is good friend, Tommy Igarashi. This this is the theme of this season. Me mispronouncing things. Uh, He said in an article I found, uh, quote, he never thought, because he was a movie actor, that he was big time and snubbed anybody. He still had that Hawaiian aloha fun. <laughs> Pineapple so. fun. <laughs> Pineapple fun, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that brings me to my little a tiny bit of research on Sekichi Tokichi, uh, which was the original name of Sato. And then Sato is just billed as Sato. He's not even Sato Toguchi, which is Chosen's last name. Hmm. But the last name of Toguchi comes from Saikichi Toguchi. Uh, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, maybe he is Sato Toguchi. I don't know. But the real Saikichi Toguchi uh, was a student of Goju Ryu uh, Karate in Okinawa and was actually a principal student of Chojin Miyagi. In fact, when Miyagi died in 1953, he passed on all his teachings to Toguchi. And after that, Toguchi then opened his own dojo, uh, Shorikan Dojo, uh, which I guess is translated to House of Politeness and Respect. <laughs> uh, he Doesn't opened sound it in... very badass. I prefer Toguchi. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, he opened it in Koza City, Okinawa, and it was actually very close to Kadena Air Base. And as a result, many American troops studied karate under Sensei Toguchi and then brought Okinawan styles to the United States. <laughs> so it's almost reflecting what we saw on the billboard, you know, that he trains the troops and yeah. So, and also that he studied under Miyagi. Like, so again, I think Cayman is really paying tribute to real people, you know? Yeah, really. And uh, yeah, there's another name I stumbled upon that I'll get into uh, later in the movie. Um, it just goes, so it doesn't even stop here. <laughs> hmm. Um, so yeah, when Sato walks out, he's, he's like stone cold, but Miyagi is smiling. He's like super happy to see his old friend. <laughs> uh, and trying to diffuse the situation, I guess he doesn't want to get whacked. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I, I don't or Just like, I don't know. I, I take this as genuine. Like he's just so happy to see yeah. Sato. 
Um, it's sad that uh, Sato doesn't feel the same. I know. He calls him a coward. And, uh, yeah, th- I, and there's it, it sucks. It's, I mean, just how crazy it is that this guy has been holding on to this grudge for 45 years. And there's not even talking. There's just like, let's go. We're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we've said it in the past, like, what's Sato been doing? Like, does... Why? Why hasn't he looked for me? Like, well, he's that it's very him. similar to what Johnny's been doing the past thirty some <laughs> years. He just cut to Sato on on the floor with a can of beer, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yes, absolutely. Uh, I cannot wait to see uh, Sato climb into like a Camaro and fire up nothing but a good time and. <laughs> Drives him. He sees a big picture of Miyagi on a billboard. <laughs> um, and this might be one where we want to get into uh, the accent because it, it, the shooting script literally says gruff over his first line. And I think Danny kind of took that and carried it through the entire movie. <laughs> he really, yeah, he really, gruff. really did. Did you ever <laughs> see that uh, comedian? Is probably inappropriate joke uh, of him talking about what uh japanese and chinese accents sound like oh my god afraid of where this is going yeah like he described a japanese person's accent as uh they're trying to lift a house okay (laughs) and uh, a chinese person's accent as they're a tape uh, rewinding (laughs) but uh if you if you if you uh, stereotypes yeah the stereotypical ones that you hear like this and like all I can think of is Sato is trying to lift a house. <laughs> like, so I don't like that they used this accent. It's very, uh, yeah, it's comical. Even like, it's kind of disrespectful to Japanese people and it's comical and kind of yeah. brings me out every time he talks. Oh, that's too bad. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, again, I was raised in a small town uh, in Vermont and uh I just never, obviously I was not surrounded by uh, the Asian people at all, like a completely white bread uh, uh, suburban town. Um, So I was not aware and uh, I am, I'm glad to have more knowledge about how things like this might be a bit (laughs) offensive. And I, I, I do hope that our, our coverage of it isn't, isn't. Um, I'm definitely here to learn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, I guess I see Sato is, this is, that's his voice and that's his character. And, uh, is it a play on something racist? I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I guess, I guess it is, but I don't know. I just think, I don't that, know if it's racist or not. I don't know. Somebody will have to tell us. It's just stereotypical. Stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm it's definitely not my place to judge, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let us know uh, what what you what your feelings are on Sato's accent. That being uh, said, he is very fun to imitate. It's unfortunate, he is. <laughs> and it is unfortunate that we can't do it. So again, we shouldn't do it. Yeah, we shouldn't do it. That's. Um. So uh, Miyagi says he's here to settle affairs with his father, but Sato tells him. That after he sees his father, and it's fight time. <laughs> it is time to fight. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Miyagi's like, I, I don't fight you. And Sato then says, then you die as you have lived, a coward. And um, I, I will say there's an alternate 
version of this exchange in the shooting script where, um, you know, like he's like, I just, you know, I'm here to settle affairs with my father. And, and Sato's like, and with me. And then Miyagi's just like, it's been 45 years. And Sato says, and I have waited every day for your return. And Miyagi says, I thank you. <laughs> and then Sato, Sato gets mad. He's like, do not thank me. It is not you I had in mind. It is my honor. I will finally have it back. And Miyagi <laughs> says, I will not fight. And then Sato says, and you'll die as you've lived running away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I love the idea of like Miyagi like kind of playing with them a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for thinking I, of me. <laughs> I thought about this every day. That's really sad, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what he should have said. Uh, and then, yeah, Sato kind of climbs in the car and he's like, you see your father, then you see me. And uh, to, uh, this great look that Miyagi gives Sato as he's giving in the getting in the car is just so full of pity. Like, seriously, dude? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sato finds the book on Okinawa. You think he, he sat on it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah. <laughs> and then he hands it to like, and now the kid has insulted my honor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he hands it to Chosen, and Chosen just throws it on the ground. And Daniel picks it up and looks at them like, you know, WTF. <laughs> I threw it on the ground. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm an adult, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they drive off, and Daniel asks Miyagi, what are you going to do? And unfortunately, we're going to have to wait till next week to find out what he's going to do. Oh, I predict he'll pick up his luggage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, they'll probably have to like walk a while, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're obviously pulled their cell phone out and calling Uber. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, another uh, fun week on Karate Kid. Two minutes, uh, at least one for me. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and yeah, just to remind everybody, uh, send us your feedback, karatekidminute at gmail.com and uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Look for uh, Karate Kid Minute. You'll find us. And leave us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate it. And uh, tune in next week when we meet the ladies of Karate Kid Part 2. Ladies. And until next time. I'll go. Robin, stop twisting my arm.